Hey, Holly. Hey, Chloe. We're in the bus. What are you doing today? This isn't working. And welcome to another Soundbite episode of Can You Hear Me, where we talk about life, career and the ins and outs of the voiceover industry. My name is Holly. And I'm Chloe. And welcome, even though I already said that. Um, I just want to tell our listeners that my plosives, that's my are going to be a little bit annoying because I don't have my mic popper. Yeah, Chloe didn't bring her um, papa or her... As per usual, or Chloe her. fails in some... Well, this is a good opportunity for you to practice your mic technique. Oh, so whenever you do your little peas, you just do them off to the side a little bit. She didn't bring a pop filter or shock mount, which is the thing that your microphone sits in so that you don't get like hand sounds and, and little wiggle movements uh, and stuff like that. So Listen, I had a few cocktails last night. <laughs> Let's be honest. Speaking of cocktails, we're not drinking one, um, but we're drinking well, a drink. We're just, would you call this a mocktail? Yeah. Oh, oh. I or guess. just like a fancy sparkling. It's a fancy sparkling water. It's just, let's call a spade a spade. It's a sparkling water with some lime and some strawberries. Cheers. We Cheers. raided Holly's parents' fridge. Yeah, we're in the bus oh, again. We should have like edged it with, um, what do you edge it with? Salt? Oh, no, that would be nah. sugar. Sugar's, sugar would sugar's be good because sparkling water is quite um, kind of tart. Well, with the lime juice as well, it can it's a bit tart. If anybody's into AMSR. ASMR. <laughs> Do you know what that stands for? I learned the other day. Uh, what is and it? I can't A-S- remember it. Which one is it? ASMR. Uh, auditory, sensual, motion, <laughs> recording. <laughs> close, but Sexual? not close at all. No. Oh, sensual. Is no, it, no, no, no. Oh. It's Auditory. it's something like autonomic sensory oh. motor response or oh, God. S- something like that. And it's um yeah, I don't know. It's well, meant to is it meant to help you put help put people to sleep? Oh, I thought it was meant to make them feel good. So yeah, let's just have a uh, moment. like comfort them. Shh, 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 shh. Oh. Nobody can hear that. Hang on, what if I turn your um Can can you hear levels? the um the carbonated Carbon carbonated bits in my sparkling water popping. I can just hear your dad's mower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. That was great. To our um, topic for moment. discussion today. I'm fucking pissed off, Chloe. <gasps> We've got sound. We've got we have sound, sound effects. But sorry, sorry, Holly. Let's yeah, take no, you seriously. Sorry. Say it. Say it again. I'm pissed off. Holly is pissed off. Why are you pissed off, Holly? Oh, hang on. Sorry. Holly is pissed off. <laughs> Why are you pissed off, Holly? Oh, need some work, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, look, I actually am. And t- today we're talking about something that is, I think it probably happens a lot more mm-hmm. in this industry than people realise. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have spoken about it briefly in the past. But it's this... Um, sneaky little cheeky thing which is actually just wrong in my opinion where uh so it's happened to me twice in the last in in as many months where an ad of mine that I've recorded is played on the radio outside its licensing date and on a different network 
So what happens there is those people need to be paying me for that. So what happens when you book a job is they will pay you for a three-month, six-month, 12-month Sometimes um, yeah, there's a lifetime, different, right? Yeah, there's and different they're all different levels. pay scales. And then also it's a different rate if it's national compared or, or to one state or one two state, state or, or two state. Yeah. So um, Holly has been booked for, was it a three-month? Yeah, three both months? of the jobs were three-month, one state. One state. Through one network. And so that network um, can often service, you know, multiple radio stations, which mm. is fine. But then these ads, and thankfully I've got wonderful friends in the in the voiceover industry who can alert me to things like this. The first one I heard myself on a different network radio station outside after the three months had elapsed. And I was like, huh, that's a little bit naughty. I'm going to mm. get in touch with my agent and we'll see if we can follow that up. Mm. And then this, and also you, Chloe, got in contact with me and said, oh, yeah, I've been hearing that on this network mm. for ages. Mm. And John, had, my husband, had heard it. Yeah. I think they were part of the same network. Yeah. Anyway, so what, what basically has happened is the ad that you've recorded um, that had been paid for to be played on one network, which is a few different um, radio stations, stations yeah. for a certain amount of time, that had passed. Mm-hmm. So technically you should be getting another paycheck. Yes. But – Unless you had heard it yourself or friends came to you and said, hey, Holly, I just heard you, you would have no idea. No idea. Exactly. And that's what really grinds my gears. Mm. It is tricky because there's no way to kind of police it, I suppose. Yeah, unless you're spending your time, you know, actively trawling radio networks or, Mm. yeah, it's – and. Yeah, it is how very can frustrating. You, how can you? There is no way. And this is a kind of, um, oh, it's a big mower. Um, it's a black hole. No, that's the wrong word. It's one of those parts of the industry. A gray area? It's a really gray area because yeah. it's happened to me twice. I think I mentioned in another episode um, last season, there was a, a big job I did for SodaStream and my brother-in-law was like, I think I had done it almost a year prior Mm. Um, and my brother-in-law was at the basketball in Melbourne and he just randomly sent me a message saying, oh, my God, so crazy to hear you, like, in the stadium. And I was like, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So if he hadn't have sent me that message, I never would have known. But I I don't think – or I don't get the impression that people do it – out of malice or to be sneaky. Mm. Um, when my agent got in touch with the people, you know, uh, the client, they were they apologised profusely. It seems like there's diff- there's a lot of links in the chain, you know, between the client um, and sometimes they will have changed um, agencies and mm. the client, I think, keeps the um, – Uh, like the recording, so potentially they don't know about, I don't know. They don't know the rules. And it is very complicated too. And agencies, people change so often. It's such a complex kind of process. Mm. And there's obviously like these um, engineers and these people working in these roles have to churn out buttloads Mm. of advertisements of all different lengths, like Mm. on a 
tight turnaround mm. all the time. Mm. And so I and I do like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I think just like having had it happen two times in such quick succession and the other thing is it was the same person. That's where I'd be getting a bit. It yeah. it makes you question. And and the other thing is like if I don't want to now become that person who like keeps bringing it up, which is I'm totally within my right to be like, hey, oh, I, need, I need to be paid for that work that I've done for of you. Of course. Um, but does that mean that that person's going to see me as just a problem voiceover artist, be like, we'll never use her again? No way. You know, but you, you don't know. You, you have don't those know. questions. Because, the, the, it's, yeah. because, because it is such high pressure and like such a high turnaround, maybe that person will turn around and be like, ugh, that's just too much of a headache for me. I'm going to go with someone easier. What, because you didn't pull them up on dodging you out of some money that's rightfully yours? Yeah, I don't know. It, it depends if they had, you know, malicious intentions or not, which I hope that they didn't. Um, it is unusual, I feel, that there's that one common denominator and that mm. would be making me get a bit like, ah, come mm. on, yeah. dude or dudette. Like, you know that that person – sorry, so we're being a bit um, vague. Yeah, because I don't want to name names because no, 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 no. I don't know mm. what has happened at mm. the end of the day. So sometimes – I just want to fill in. So sometimes when you are in a booth for a job um, – other jobs can kind of come in at the same time. So there are these sessions sometimes called various sessions. Yes. Um, for They're usually for a radio station. And I think it's, is it up to five scripts in an hour? Um, yeah. But you guys actually do them differently, don't you? Yeah, so Scout we can do a differently. thing called rolling various where which my rather than to do. <laughs> yeah, which is another interesting point of mm. conversation. So a rolling various session is something and I have only done them um from my home studio. So mm. it's it's up to 5 scripts within a month. So they can as more jobs come in and it can often be um it was described to me for like more of a small time station. Sometimes they like to utilize that because they don't have clients that have the big budgets. Got it. And so they might not be getting heaps and heaps of ads in to record. So they might not have five scripts for a talent to record at one time. So rather than paying that whole fee in one go for one job. So that's for an hour. So they a will various add up session. Five scripts over yep. a month. Yeah. Okay. So a, a, just a basic various session is they book you for the hour. There's a price tag on that hour and then they can put up to five scripts for you to record within that hour. Yeah. And it might be two, it might mm-hmm. be four, it might and but as soon as it goes over five, then you get an another fee paid on top. Mm. And then the what was a rolling various that Holly's talking about is that hour in their mind is split up. So what they allocate, what would it be? Fifteen minutes? How many hours five scripts flip split between? What's 60 minutes into five? Shit. Well, it's less than 15 minutes. So you'd have to be, you have to be pretty efficient. But yeah. it's. Which I think is that, that's why yeah. my agent just doesn't do them. Yeah. Because they kind of go, it's eating, it's not tech, like technically an hour. Yes. And so they've just said a it's blank, five no, we don't do it. jobs, it's five scripts instead of one hour, I mm. guess, is the way that I would look at it. And But it's still the same rate, a, isn't it's it? It's still the same yeah. rate, yeah. And so me being a perfectionist as well, like I might spend half an hour on the one script mm. because, you know, that's all I've got to do for that mm. day. And so I'm like, oh, I'm really going to, you know, think, and I make think sure anyone, this works. Anyone would. No one would be sitting there going, well, they're only <laughs> technically paying me for seven minutes, so yeah. I'm only going to do a seven-minute job. Knows? Some people might do that. Mm. Maybe. Mm. It's interesting that 
to know that that does happen, like some agent, and when we say agent, we're talking about um, voice agent who's representing talent, going out there and saying, yes, we will bring you talent for that job or mm-hmm. no, we're just blanket, not going to quote out for that job, mm-hmm. whereas my agency does, mm. um, which I wasn't aware of before. And and it this kind of stuff only comes out through having conversations with, with each, each other. other yes. And that's why this podcast can be so important, I think, because mm. there's probably so many people out there that, as we said before, it's such a complicated process mm. bringing um, – you know, we're spe- specifically talking about commercial jobs mm. and, and even more specifically radio commercials. Mm. Um, so no. So, so behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm. So just for any artists out there who aren't quite sure, just know that there is a difference between a various session and a rolling various session. Yeah. Um, and their price at the same – it's the same amount of money, isn't it? Yeah. So if, you're, if you've set yourself up for your own – if you're working for yourself – Know that there are two different um, mm. And ways if that's something to, you're yeah. okay doing, yeah. feel free to offer that to a yeah, client and be like, absolutely. hey, I'm happy to do it in this way, especially if you're packaging mm-hmm. it up for a, a smaller client that doesn't mm-hmm. don't have those big budgets. Or you're new to the industry and you yeah. kind of want to get your name out exactly. there a little bit more. Mm. Um, but make sure if you are doing a roll, rolling various session, do not spend an hour on every single script because you are yes. undercutting yourself big time. And I think that this feeds into a much bigger conversation that maybe we can have in the future um, and kind of put a bit more research into as well, which is knowing your worth and well, building yourself confidence. Holly, I, like, sorry to cut in, but I think it actually circles back around to what we started talking about, you feeling uncomfortable speaking up, knowing that you are owed a certain amount of money, but not wanting to speak mm. up as well because you don't want to be seen as that annoying yeah. um, talent, yeah. which I think is wrong. Yeah. And this is all a part of the growing journey uh, of being a voiceover artist mm. and also essentially running our own businesses because Absolutely. that's what we're doing. We have to advocate for ourselves. Yeah. And we can't – or. We're lucky we've got some beautiful agents who advocate for us. Yes. But they sometimes don't know what's happened. I did a job with another two beautiful ladies um, and it went over – I usually let my agent know if it goes, say, over 15 minutes. Mm. But I think we went over about seven minutes and one of the other people that were in the room with me, she's a very well-known talent. She's been around for a very long time. She sent an email straight through to our agent, copied us all in, said, we've gone over by this many minutes. Um, It was great. Like, it was a great day. So she was advocating for all of us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and part of that, that's when it really hit home to me that um, you have to be confident with your worth. Yes. And that your time is is worth that amount of money. And yes, on paper it might go, oh my gosh, for an 60 minutes you get paid what? Mm. But like we discussed in our um, chat with Mike Goldman, it's the hours yeah. of work. It's the years of work of that we've training, been doing, the training, of, yeah. the getting up every morning and doing our, our sun salutes. <laughs> Swearing into the microphone when you just can't fucking get it right. Yeah, listening on repeat to other people's versions of things going, oh, I never would have done that, but I'm going to give that a go and see if it works kind yeah. of within with my voice and with my sound. Building up the experience and the mm-hmm. knowledge and the practice over mm-hmm. years and years and that experience adds up to be a very valuable um, skill set yes. that people should pay for mm-hmm. and pay 
the right value for. Mm. So, yeah, I feel like this can be a, a broader conversation, I reckon, but I just, I'm just touching on it. Let's just touch on it now because it's happened and, yeah. I'm, and I'm pissed off. You're pissed off. Um, but maybe I should just simmer down and, and think the best of people a little bit. Yeah, I think more. always think it's an honest mistake and um, trust that your agent knows the correct um, – uh, what am I trying to say? The correct um, way to go about getting you what you, what you deserve, owed. yeah, yeah. and what and you, I know what you deserve, like what you're owed, yeah, yeah. What's rightfully yours, yeah. yeah. And I'm so grateful that I do have my wonderful, wonderful agents to advocate for me mm. in because I don't, you know, that's a whole other job in itself, mm. and adding that um, hat into my you know, multiple roles is something that I'm not as comfortable with. So they advocated for me brilliantly with that first instance mm. of um, this happening. And the other job, it's on, I've only just found out about it, so I haven't even contacted them about that yet. Okay. So um, they'll probably follow that up for me as well and, and fight for me. And I think the broader conversation here can also branch into unions and mm. our union here in Australia, our main one, which is MEAA, MEAA yep. um, which is mm-hmm. Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, subscribing to a membership with them and what they do. And I think that can become a broader conversation in future episodes for us to look into. Absolutely. The beautiful Abby Holmes, who kind of got me into voiceover, she's one of the main people. Is she... Does she work for the MEAA or is she the voiceover voice for the M? Like, is she the person? Anyway, we always get, she's with the same agent that I am. And so we're constantly getting little um, emails from her. So perhaps maybe we can get her on to have a chat with us. That could be really good. And also for anyone. I think Jackie is a part of MEAA and her episode is coming out next week. So tune into that. Yes. Well, it's just making me just on people who are out there running their own business, freelancers mainly, and oh, any any talent that are with agents, I suppose, if you're not quite sure when you get booked for a job, if you're kind of like, oh, how much, like what what is that? Um, I know my agency, EM Voices, have their rate card on their website. I'm yep. pretty sure. Scout, Scout does Scout do, too, yeah. yeah. Just jump on some of the agent websites and have a look. Have mm. a look what um, what jobs Go for. Go for. Yeah. And how it's broken down and, mm. yeah, the different. And don't undercut. Yeah, don't. Is another thing. Because you're putting, yeah, you're kind of. You're devaluing the entire industry. Mm. If you're, if, and, you know, this is, again, I think this is a bigger conversation as well, but um, if you're starting out, I think there is space for building your portfolio and doing cheaper jobs and doing free work to build up your experience. But when that becomes your practice where you're undercutting other voiceover artists just to try and get a job, you're devaluing yourself and you're also devaluing all of the other artists in our industry. And we need to stick together in that. Um, And I think, again, more research needs to be done to be able to have a proper conversation about that. But that's Mm. just my off the top of my head opinion. It's tricky, right? You want to get in there and you want to win the jobs. I get it. I get it. But... There also comes a time when it's kind of like, are we cutting things so low that we're starting to cut off our nose to spite our face? Yeah. 
Mm, it's been a little bit of a oh, bit of a nasty spicy, one. spicy, spicy, spicy episode. Let's today. end it with a oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end it with a. <laughs> Let's line it up. <laughs> Maybe Thank we need a wine. Yeah, let's go have a wine. Thanks for listening. Oh, we just had a wine. <laughs> or this one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ah, that's yeah, what that's, I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you for listening to us have a bit of a grumpy whinge. Yeah. Sorry if um, that wasn't your vibe that you were looking for today, but it's still an important conversation. Um, if you liked what you heard, please go and follow us on social media, give us a review, do all of the things that we would love you for, and um, we will see you next week. Is there anything else we say? Uh, oh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to let, let your, your voice be heard. heard. Ciao, ciao for now. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>